Whoa, whoa, whoa. Eat bigger. What's, What's up, good, baby? Y'all? What's going on? I can't call it. Hey, man. Good to can't see you, man. It. Can't call it. How you doing, dog? Man, I can't complain, man. Breathing air, man. Attitude of gratitude, man. Exactly. How you feeling? I'm feeling great, bro. It's been a busy day, but I'm glad it's almost it's almost come to an end. And I yeah. get to end it with my nigga E Bigger. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What you gonna do about it? <laughs> I'm gonna get my father back. I don't know what I said. <laughs> I'm gonna get my father back. Hey man, you know what's funny about that moment? Uh uh Maxwell put me in a a, a skit like, as if I was acting or I knew how to act. I didn't even know. What I was doing, bro. That was my first time ever acting. That was perfect. It, 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 and it worked perfectly. Yeah. And it worked perfectly, especially for like the bit that we were doing. It would work perfectly. And then you had like everybody asking if this is a real movie. And right. it going to turn to a real movie. That yeah. was the best. That was the highlight for me of the whole situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that man. Was, that was perfect. That, those are good memories because it was like, damn. So when I see you now on the TV screen, I'm like, know him that's my god <laughs> it's like it's so many memories in that moment because i'm like damn look at life you know yeah. look how life transpired look how life transforms for people who don't give up who don't quit so the people who on this live right now who don't know uh the, the guy he on right now john i know him as gene i don't know if i ever told you that i used to call him gene but john ellie oh is a good friend of mine um we did a few skits together years ago. Uh, I think it was for like uh, Funny or Die. They was doing Funny like, or uh, Die, yeah. You know, um, with a good friend of ours, Maxwell's house, and shouts out to Maxwell. Yeah, and, um, man. I haven't seen Max in a minute, bro. I actually tried to get in line the other day, and it was called, he was probably was busy, but like, I'm like, yo, I wanted to tap in with him because I haven't heard from him from a long time. In a long time, the last time I spoke to him, he had his podcast he was doing where he's like interviewing people and everything like that people that yeah. from his life that he worked with in the past. And from, from what I hear, it was doing really well. You know what I'm saying? So shout out yeah. to Max. And he shout out to Max. Money Max. Um, yeah, man. So like, like I said, man, thank you for being here on this Friday. I know you're busy. You got a lot going on. Um, we just going to discuss, you know, acting, directing. I almost, almost fucked up the, the time frame. I was dropping yeah. off merch in Burbank yeah. to run back home. Burbank is yeah, I was in Burbank just a little while, just like 20 minutes ago. It's like 30 minutes ago, I'm lying. I got to buy some from you, man. When we get off here, I'm going I'm to I'm get some yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Link up, link up. Um, but yeah, man, so, you know, we're going to talk, like I said, acting, directing, your career, success, establishing it, maintaining it. Um, But I got some questions for you. But the sure. way these questions work, this is kind of like a rapid fire, but you okay. only can have one word answers. All right? We're just going to break the ice with it. So you actor studio in it right now? <laughs> I mean, I'm just, you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put my boy in the uh hold on, it's retreating. Um can you see on. me fine? Should I, should I get should I get more light? I mean, if you can get more light would be great. If not, you can you, I, I can uh, still hold on, see hold you. Hold on, I got you, I got, right, you, I got you, I got you, I got you. All right, bro. My man John Ellie, baby, straight out of Massachusetts. Baby. Back to 
It's like, you know, we be on the camera a lot. We be trying to <laughs> get that best light. I got you, baby. You got a ring light, though, right? No, nah, I ain't got no ring light. I got basically, I got a softbox light. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, yeah, for the like for the for the audition tapes and stuff like that. Like I just had to do one this morning. Oh, okay. Hey, man, I'm gonna just put it out there because this is what I was I was watching some of your stuff on YouTube, and um, I'm gonna just put it out there because this is what I feel for you. I see you in a big movie soon, like a Black Panther two. Um, I see you in something um, uh, like the movie that just came out, uh, Black Judas. If that if that's what Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, I see you in that. Um, I see you on a hit, another hit TV show. You know, I saw you had like a one minute reel on YouTube. I'm like, man, bro, really got it. You know how some people just, you just got that look. You know what I mean? Like you got that look. That, that's an actor on that's on TV. Like you can play multiple roles. So I'm gonna just put that out just to get it out my spirit and my subconscious, just to let you know. Like I see you. I just see that for you. I foresee it. You know. So, I, I, I'm receiving. Receiving Man, all the energy and love that you that you handing out right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. So, What's like up, Brianna? I, I see question. you, Lucy. I see you, Jack, <laughs> Jasmine. These are all my IG Live movie night family. Alamia, oh, I see you. One <laughs> least, I see you. Yeah. So with these questions, like I said, it's gonna be quick, but it's only one word answers, right? Okay. Just one word. Whatever that one word is, just say it. Don't gotta be right. It's just whatever comes to your mind. All right. So the first question is. Um, why acting and entertaining? Why not? <laughs> are you more uh, on camera talent as you are behind the scene talent? Yes. What does Brothers Keeper mean to you? Family. What does Insecure mean to you? Me. What does Fear mean to Gene? John, that's a Gene. <laughs> uh, go time. Mm. What brought you to LA? Hope. Ah, I like it. There we go. Now we go. Now we in it. Now we in it. Yeah. So basically, I just wanted to kind of like break the ice. Um, you know, I want to. I want to kind of like get a little deep in the beginning. Not as deep, but I remember we was up in the hills one night or one one evening, man, from the event. And you told me we was on. We was somewhere. It was during the day. And you told me about your brother, bro. And mm. for me at the time. It shook me up because that was the last thing I would expect you telling me. Not that it was bad or good. It just was like your personality, your persona, how you came off as an individual, you being authentic, you being genuine. It made me really think like, man, buddy, buddy really out here trying to make it happen, man. He just had something happen to him that could leave him, you know. So if you can take me back, not to the moment of like the turning point of that, that moment of getting that information or what it did to your spirit to, to, to push you where you are today? Um, it was like, damn, you really want to go deep. It was like, it was like pulling my safety net from, from under me. You know what I'm saying? Losing someone like someone that, that impactful on my life was like yeah. pulling my safety net from under me. Like, this is a person that taught me everything and everything I do in my life. He's the person I emulated. He's the person I look after, look up to. Um, he's the person I can come to for anything. He's the person. He was my superhero. So mm. when your superhero, when when all the heroes are gone, it's, and it's just you, it's now you have to figure out what it is that you're doing. 
what was your motivation? What moved you? What got you to where you're going? You know what I'm saying? So I was a lost boy who found his way. You feel me? So through that. through that situation, I was able to find myself and find the things I like to do for me while also giving shouting out my, my big bro and all the things I do. You know what I'm saying? So he's he's a part of every journey, every every part of me and also allowed me to grow and also allowed me to see through situations that are just not for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it allowed me to understand the type of people I have around me because you learn very quickly how people move when you lose someone that close to you. And, and also allowed me to see um, the people who, who are always in your ear talking about, Y'all, I'm here for you. I'm your, I'm your man. Da da da. But you, they not, they not really that. Like a lot of people are not really that. They're there for the moment, or they're there. They're telling you, putting battery in your back, and telling you things you think you need to know. And I've learned all that through that. And I learned not to take things too seriously. I learned that life is short. You know what I'm saying? And enjoy the people that you have around you. Um, to the fullest. And then also don't hold people, you can hold people accountable, but you also don't put too much stock in things because mm -hmm. at some point in time, the disappointment is going to happen and you have to be able to maneuver around the disappointment and not, and understanding like that was where that person was or that was where you were in that moment. And you have to just move past it because you can't sit there and look at a glass hat as half full. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just yeah, got to keep absolutely. the pushing forward. You feel me? Man, that's big. I feel like, you know, not to be so spiritual, man, I feel like your big bro is, like, talking through you right now. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like a big brother, bro. <laughs> like big brother, like, really trying to give him advice about life. Like, don't put too much stock in a person. You said something that really stuck with me just now. You said um, you was a lost boy that found his way. I don't know if that's, like, a slogan you use or something you, you nah, keep. Nah, you just said it right now. That's powerful, bro. You should keep that. That's kind of like, that's a statement. That's like a slogan or like a lost boy who found his way. And I believe you did find your way. So to the people who know, like, what brought you to L.A.? How long you been here? And um, what was the inspiration behind it? Uh, well, it was after my brother passed away. Um, okay. That was like, I'd rather, him, he and I was the only person that spoke about what I was doing. Like, the acting was on the side, was on the side tip. In Brockton and Boston, and he said, "You know what?" He's like, "I, I, I fuck with you. Whatever you're gonna do, you're gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna win. Whatever you put your head in, you're gonna win." I said, "Cool." And when he passed away, it was, "Do I stay home and try it and still try here, or do I leave and keep and move on, move on and try to make a way for myself for real? Because that there's no time waits for nobody, and tomorrow's not promised for me." So I need to like really make a move ASAP. I consulted with my cousin who lives in New York and he said, if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it for real. You gotta either move to New York or you gotta be in um, LA. So I made the choice to move to LA because one, it was furthest away from my family so I can really focus. And I didn't have, so I, don't, I don't have that comfort level of having to be having like oh i could stay at my mom's crib i could do this i could do that or stay at my cousin's crib in new york i could just you know what i'm saying and move around and being pulled into family stuff so i had to like really move on and really make something happen for myself and i called the only person i knew in la at the time and he said yo you can come live with me 
And by the time I flew out here, can't quit my job and move to LA. Homie, well, yeah, this was 2009. Oh, wow. Okay. So you 2009. 2009, April. So my, my 11th year anniversary, no, 12th year anniversary is coming up. No, 11th year anniversary is coming up um, yeah. this year. Okay. Wow. So I moved here and at the airport, homie bails on me at the airport, told me I can't stay with him. So huh? I'm like, shit. I, you know what I it was? He thought you was bluffing. He thought he wasn't going to thought He probably thought it was BSing. Yeah. So I was like, look, if I'm going to do, I'm here. And I wish you told me this before I left Boston. So there's this guy at baggage claim that I was with him. And I asked this dude I met at baggage claim if I could live with him. And he said, uh, yeah, sure. He allowed <laughs> me to stay at his crib for like the first um, four months until I found my crib in Bassett House. Um, Bassett House on Bassett Street in Van Nuys. And I lived there with a bunch of creatives who were running and gunning and waiting to make, trying to make it happen for themselves. Yeah. And uh, they all found their way too, you know? Wow, that's a blessing. I mean, you, that, that, that intro, that, that first part of that story sounds like a TV show or a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's know? crazy, man. It's crazy because you show up thinking that, all right, cool, I'm, I have a place to stay, I got a place to rest my head, and the person who's supposed to hold you down told you you can't live with them. Yeah. Like you, you got you can crash at this spot for a night or two, and that's it. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, I gotta buy a ticket home, or I could ask this person take a chance and ask this man that I just met at baggage claim if I could live with him. And he said, awesome. yeah. yeah. He said, yeah. yeah. So I had no choice but to get it at this point. A complete stranger met me and said yes to me, so I gotta say yes to myself too and really get it. So therefore, I'm not letting him down who took a chance on someone he just met at the airport. So I got up every morning at 6 a.m. I made sure I wasn't in the house and I was back. I, when, he wasn't at, when he was at work, I was out of the house. When he came back, I was back in the crib. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? So, Absolutely. You know, before we talk about acting, I feel like, you know, for you, now that I'm thinking and listening, I feel like acting found you. But... I felt like acting found you with the spirit of your brother. Like mm -hmm. you gotta roll on it. You gotta get him in this industry. Like you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. his spirit of acting kind of like found you, right? But mm -hmm. can you kind of tell the people? Can you tell me like what were you passionate about before you started acting or doing theatrical work? Or bro, you passionate? Bro, I had all I was passionate about was hustle. That's it. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, about yeah. the hustle for me. So. Before acting became my thing, I was I was working for Sprint. I had like I was a district manager for like three key mall kiosks. Um, I had a nightclub promotion business. I was um, going to New York buying bundles, a crates for like Air Force Ones, Jordans, and Nikes, and selling oh, them at school. <laughs> I was selling them at school. Um, I was good with the computer, so I knew how to do ringtones and everything like that for your Nextels and all your Blackberries and stuff like that. I was setting that up. Um, I was in the merch game because I was doing um, silk screen tees, like, you know, iron on tees and stuff like that, and had that going. So I had like a bunch of my hands in a lot of pots. So it was, my goal was simple before acting. It was, I'm gonna run a night, I'm gonna own a nightclub, I'm gonna own a barbershop, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna have three sprint stores and I'm done. And I, I'll be cool on that. And then and when acting. In your videos, you're gonna, you're gonna have your own promotion company, right? 
Yeah, I have, I'm I'm having my own right now. It's all about Bassett House, Bassett House yeah. merchandise, um, and creating and developing new content with up and coming filmmakers. You know what I'm saying? And giving them the key and giving bridging the gap between their with the knowledge they know, with the knowledge they with the people they work they're around to work and make their own content happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's that, the vibe. That's the goal. You kind of feeding off of my question because. I was already, like I said, I did some, did some research. So I was going to ask you now that you're older and you got more insight and experience in life, did you, did you own some, 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 <laughs> some, own some stock in Sprint? Open up those barbershops and yeah. you those still your ideas? Yeah, I still, those still ideas. Like I still want stock and merch and stuff like that. I now I'm investing in other things. Wow. Uh, I definitely, the barbershop's still always going to happen. I'm always going to get the barbershop. Like I have to get the barbershop. Because that was my first goal. And I'm going to have a nightclub, of course, because that's just, I just have to have it. And then um, I'm going to continue to diversify my portfolio as far as like, but the first step right now is grow Bassett House to the biggest it can be um, and can get it to where it needs to be. At. Can, you, can, hmm? you, can you elaborate what that is? Bassett All right, House? So Bassett House is a culturally driven production company. Powered by filmmakers, you know what I'm saying? By P, uh, by pop filmmakers who like to create their own content, who say yes to themselves, who are investing themselves with the people that sit next to them, um, that are not waiting for someone to give them opportunity, but kind of like booking themselves and like making their own opportunities happen for themselves. Um, and that's a shout out to the Bassett House, the house I lived on Bassett Street, where everybody in that house was a creative working together and supporting one another's craft and building each other up to eventually graduate into the industry and get themselves in the industry themselves. By the time I left Bassett House, everybody had their own career. Like yeah. um, Andre Hat became a series regular. Another our roommate became, um, he creates video games for, and there's another roommate who's a celebrity hairstylist. Another roommate, she started her own management firm um, another roommate became a series regular on American Crime. Like everybody who lived in that career kind of graduated out of that house and created their own career. So Bassett House Pictures is going to be an incubator for up-and-coming filmmakers where they can create their own stuff. And by the time they're done, they're going to have a project they can take to market and go into theaters or go into film festivals or um, sell to a TV show. You know what I'm saying? Like That's yeah. the goal for Bassett House and for everybody. And I want to call everybody, like we called at that house, Woomies. So everybody who was a roommate was a Woomie who supported one another and like helped each other get their things to go, you know? Yeah, I mean, you sound like you got a plan. You sound like you got a real vision. Oh, oh I, yeah, the vision so, there. Yeah, I want to bring up the um, Island and Chickmunks because I'm listening to you talk. And the first thing that came up, I was like, because I didn't know you had a voiceover in that movie. Yeah. I, the chipmunk. So when I when I, when you're talking now, I'm thinking about the Soul movie, because mm -hmm. when you said barbershop, I thought about the guy in the barbershop who was cutting the guy's hair. Uh -huh. And I, oh, you talking? I'm like, yo, I think they need to hire my boy for the next Soul movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. Full circle. Yo, bro, like Bassett House was literally when I say like working with someone next to you like working with the people next to you that's exactly how um alvin and chipmunks happen yeah i'm literally in acting class 
working on my craft and a student in the acting class said, hey, can you do an audio recording for of this? What? I said, cool. I do the audio recording and I, my boy owns the studio. So I went to his house and said, can you record this for me? He said, cool, he recorded with me. We sent it and dude was like, yo, my dad wants to meet you. I said, all right, cool. Show up to, show up to the crib. And I'm like, this is a big ass gate to go, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, to go into this problem, like, this is a big ass gate. And he opens it, he takes like a little while to come down. And he said, hey man, yeah, this is my, this is where I live, man. It's embarrassing. I said, it's embarrassing. This dude literally had a whole compound that he lived in, bro. Damn. His family owns, then he was like, oh yeah, my family owns Alvin and Chipmunks. I said, what? You talk about vibration, manifestation. You was attracting the money, buddy. Yo, he said my family on Alvin Chipmunk, and I was in there like, mind blown. And all I was doing was just in my class doing what I do. Yeah. And the person sitting next to me was like, yo, let's build. And he went and he got me a job on Alvin and Chipmunks. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I be like, when people say, yo, I wanna work at Ava, I wanna work this one. That's great. Want to work with them, but there's always the person that's sitting next to you that's doing it too. Like yeah. you really gotta move with the person next to you because you're graduating together at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like I view I view Hollywood like high school. You know what I'm saying? So you got freshman year, sophomore year, junior year. Now you're in your senior year. You gotta get your electives right. That figure out what you gonna like go. <laughs> that should be yeah. a book. That's wild. Yeah, man. So and that's how like things just started going from there, bro. Like I'm I'm big on manifesting and I'm big on like writing goals out and plans out and shit just moves that way and not taking no for an answer. You know what I'm saying? So So let me say let me ask you a question. So when you say manifest, are you like you writing things down? Are you doing affirmations? Are you meditating? Are you setting intentions? Are you, you know, in line with the moon? Like how do you Manifest, so you just speak it and you believe it. I speak it, <clears throat> I, I write it down. Okay. Um, I create vision boards. Um, yeah, man, like those are what this, that's really what it is. And and I and, and I walk in it, you know what I'm saying? I walk into whatever it is I'm doing, I walk into it with the understanding and fully fully scared of everything I'm doing, but also fully ready for every single step I'm going I'm going about to take because anything can happen at any moment. And I'm constantly trying to learn everybody else's job too and learn what everybody else is doing too when it comes yeah. to like the work. So I'm never out here assed out. I don't really know what's happening. Yeah. I'm kind of trying, I'm always working on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I said you got your hands in everything. So yeah, yeah. And like I manifested, man. Like, for instance, uh insecure. Yeah. Let me give let me give you insecure, right? In 2015, no, 2013, I have a short film that I'm like, I've been sitting on someone's hard drive for like, I want to say three years. Oh wow. Took on someone's hard drive because they were waiting for the life rights to make it into a feature. And I said, bro, I put in some good work in this. I can't <laughs> just be sitting in your hard drive. Yeah, yeah. 
So I said, let me take the project on and allow me to become a producer and get it seen and get it where it needs to be. I created an event where I bought, uh, I brought friends, family, um, some executives to come see the short film. They said they liked it, they, they watched it. Then I submitted it to um, um, uh, this, this weekly film festival where uh, Robbie Reed got to see it and she said, I fuck with it. She likes it. And then I said, all right, cool, let's take it a step further. Let's start submitting to film festivals. So I started submitting to film festivals and I got into Urban World Film Festival in 2015. This is the same time Insecure just is about to come out too. So Insecure is doing their run at the same time. So sent um, Amer uh, uh, a gentleman always preview premiered in Times Square the same time Insecure pre premiered in Times Square, right? At this Urban World Film Festival. I'm watching Insecure from the audience, the pilot episode from the audience, and I'm watching this thing happen. I'm like, oh, this is a dope show. Yeah. And since my, sh my, my short's there, everybody is interviewing and asking people questions and asking me questions. And they say, hey, can you see yourself on Insecure? I say, yeah, I can see myself on this show. Wow. A year later, like six months later, I get an audition to go in for Insecure. Mm. And I'm scared to go in. You know, I'm like, ooh, this is crazy. Uh, I don't know if I could do this. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, let me, and I ask a couple people, they say, but all the worst they could do is say no, right? I said, cool, whatever. So I go in with that, worst they could do is say no. I give my take. And a couple weeks later, I hear they got, they want me to play a mall. I'm like, I what? literally said this a year ago. I'm gonna be on. I could see myself on the show, and now I'm on the show not as some regular character, as Issa's brother. Yeah. And I freaking love playing that character, and I was scared to play that character at first, but I freaking love playing that character because yeah, I was. Drop on a character because I didn't even know the character was what it was until I read some read up some some interviews about it. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I was scared. And the thing is, I was scared to play Amal because I was thinking about his sexuality versus who he was as an individual Woo! first. That's deep. And it's, it's not really, about your sexuality, it's about who you are as an individual. It's about who he is. And right. a lot of people, a lot of people see his sexuality before they see who he was as an individual. And that was and who he was in his essence. I'm like, yo, that's my guy. I I am him. Right. You know what I'm yeah. So I was, as the years go on, I'm like, I'm getting my bag with them all. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. And, and the more research I'm doing, the more exposure to another side of the world, like culture I'm being exposed to, I'm able to really just live, live in the mall and who, and, and his skin. I'm like, this is, this guy's my guy. I fucking love this character. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the way you move. And, it's it's i think a lot of actors or young actors they're scared to play a character like a mom because they're thinking about sexuality versus who he is at first yeah. you know what i'm saying it, he's a person before anything you know what i'm saying so yeah and that's powerful and it's, it's it's interesting because i can look at things and say yup so when i see you on insecure i didn't even know that was his character when i see you 
I'm like, oh yeah, he belongs there. And mm. I also like, is him and Issa related? Because I feel like maybe you two were cousins or sisters and brother and brothers in the past life. Cause y'all mm -hmm. so your synergy together, you know, it just like it just goes, it just works. It's like, yeah, you're like, whatever, bro. Like, yeah, whatever, what you think? Like, you know, it's like it's like you mm -hmm. know her, she knows you, like it's not even a thought, it's just a vibe and it, it just works. You know, so it's literally the vibe. It's literally the vibe. Like everybody on there is so cool to play with. Yeah. Like everybody has a childlike mentality when it comes to playing and you're joking around the whole day. Yeah. You're joking around the whole day on set, whether it's on camera or off camera. Everybody has that playful vibe. And they work to get that happy by like people hanging out with one another. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like during, during they have they host events together, they do all these things where people could just kick it and just catch a vibe off of one another and you could just chill. So you yeah, can yeah. really get the energy off of one another. Yeah, you, mm -hmm. you can vibe. So what, what season is this for you? This is, are you on, this your third season you're on? This is my fourth season. It's the last fourth season. Last yeah. season? So tell me there's going to be uh, uh, another show. <laughs> tell me you're working on another show for something. You're feuding another pile or something. I just think, last like, season. here's the thing, man. And I'll be frank. I think as a black actor and man, you know, in the world, you know, you know I, have, I have nephews now, right? They're younger. So they need to see more black men in a role that you're in, like on TV. So mm -hmm. like if I'm a TV show, reality, hosting, game show, whatever I'm doing, commercial, I'm always thinking about my nephews, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's like, what is their blueprint? What do they look forward to? What do they look up to? So the more they see guys like ourselves on TV, not playing basketball, not rapping, you know, but kind of, you know, acting or, or speaking or motivating, mm -hmm. whatever that's that's influential or positive i think it uh it does something to their psyche yeah right it's more it's, it's more about them trying to be like us to do what we do it's like what is it doing to their mind when they're six mm -hmm. seven eight nine how they're thinking about themselves while i was at in baltimore it was either sell drugs or play ball mm -hmm. i played ball you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying and ball was the way to get where you wanted to go at least you thought and then ball didn't work out so i'm like yeah well i didn't go pro in ball so I must go pro in life. And mm -hmm. I think it's important for black men to establish themselves without athletics and without being cool and having swag. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe potential young black men writers, you know, actors, producers. Yes. You know, and it's more than just being, it's about the perception that's given off. You know, I think every race and culture has a perception and a stereotype. That's not always true and it's not fair because mm -hmm. then able before the label is you know taken off the, 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 the you know the top is taken off you know what i'm saying you yeah. can i just think like i said man like you on that show you just look like you belong and that's why i see big movies for you big tv shows and things of that nature coming because i receive it i receive it it's all. natural you know like i can't explain it's just like oh yeah that's you know how you can see someone like oh yeah that, he must be a model yeah he must be a hooper like you don't got to question it. You just know. Even when we were like doing our gear, I skipped probably seven years ago. When I'm watching you, I'm like, you were so in your character that you helped me be me because you didn't make me feel like we was acting. And I think nah. that's your presence. I think your presence helped people feel like they can just be a person in that character. Yeah. You know how you would talk to me, your mannerisms. Just, I remember one time, 
I don't remember the line, but we were doing something, and he was kind of like coaching me without coaching me. Mm -hmm. Oh, you talking about when you were, when we were doing the like, the raking scene? Like, yeah, the raking scene. When we were talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that was that, character, that was that character's vibe. You know what I'm saying? Right. That was that that, was that character's vibe, and you were you were looking for something. So I try to get to the more the the most human possible way of having a conversation with somebody when I'm doing something. Like I try to I put myself in it. I put myself in the situation. I I put myself in the circumstance that we're that we're speaking to. You know what I'm saying? Like as much as po as much as me as possible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and you know it was just but but yeah just to get back insecure. Um, you guys did it, man. This is the last season. Unfortunately, hopefully there's other shows. Um, maybe a new living, living in color, or I don't know. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Martins. That's already happening. That, that swag, you know, that energy. Like nothing is fun no more. You know, at least for our folks, that's like, yeah, I can't wait for everybody to come on, bro. You know, like you just know Cole, you knew Tommy, and you knew uh, Carlton, and you knew the but. Like you just, you just, you grew up with these people, so it's like. When you if you if I saw Cole and Tommy in real life, I would think they're Cole and Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I think that's how your role is on insecure. Like, man, that's Amar, then what's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's what we gotta get back to, at least in my perspective, from a TV world, is that Wayne's me, brothers, yeah. <laughs> Wayne's brothers is another good one. Yeah, Wayne's brothers. So, you know, man, it's just man, man, I'm proud of you, man. Like thank you. You just you, you keep you keep on and um it's amazing. But I, I do have some other questions. So let's talk about, um, you know, we talked a little bit about Insecure. Let's talk about directing. Like, how did you get into, like, directing films and having that mindset and intentions to do that? Like, where did that motivation come from? That motivation came out of the whole, they're not booking me, so I got to start creating my own stuff. Mm. So I, I started learning that. So I took on an internship with the Eric Andre show. And I started learning everything behind the scenes. And then uh, Vine became big at this time. So everybody's doing the Vine stuff. And I had a friend, Les, shout out to Les, who was like, yo, um, you should meet my friends who do Vine. They do Vine. And his friends were like D-Storm, King Badge, Leanne V, all these heavy hitters like um, Javon Watts, um, Jahan Jones. And these are all dudes who are crushing it. Yeah. on doing short sketches so i said all right let me let me go learn from these guys while i'm working on the production side and they showed me how to shoot this thing i'm shooting my sketches i'm putting things together i'm putting projects together and i and then a friend of mine nikki reached out to me and said hey there's a musician there's a group that wants a music video and i don't have the bandwidth to make the music video i said Oh, I don't know. They said, can you direct it for them? I said, look, I only shoot my little sketches. I don't know if I could do someone else. Like, you're doing great. Like, you, your angles, your shot work, your thing. I'm, I'm cool with directing myself, but directing other people, I'm not sure of. I'm not sure I can do that. She said, think about it. Come up with an idea. Pitch it to me. If it's good, I'll send it over to the guys and we'll go from there. And I'm asking all my director friends, hey, do you think I should do this? They said, what's the worst that can happen? You can fail and you don't do it again. Or you can fail, like it, and do it again. Or you can do well and love it. I said, all right, cool. 
we'll see. But I don't know how to explain shots because I didn't go to film school. Yeah. I didn't know how to explain what I need, right? Yeah. So what I knew was movies and I knew shots that I like and I knew all those things. So I took their song, laid it on the final 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 pro final pro ten, final draft, what up? Final, final cut. Pro. Final cut ten. I laid it, I laid the song out and I started splicing videos and songs and everything, scenes I like, and I played the music over it and I said this is what I want to shoot. And I oh. sent that over to them. And they said, this is dope. Let's do it. And they said, this is the budget. I said, cool, let's make it happen. And my homegirl who directed before said, I'll be, on, I'll be along with you the whole way. And I'll watch the money. I'll help you get to what you need to be. I said, cool. And we shot a music video. And that music video uh, was, got shelved. So I did all this and it got shelled because the artists didn't, they, the band broke up. So they didn't want to put the music video out. So I took that music video and my boy, uh, artist named Brandon Torrey had just moved down from Boston, from Atlanta to LA. And I showed it to him. He's like, this is dope. Um, listen to this song. Tell me what you think. I listened to the song. I said, this song's cool. He's, and, I, and I started seeing visuals of how the song could look music video yeah. video wise i said i want to pair this with ballerina dancers and you playing the guitar this is like a real soulful thing you have the, the ballerinas um dancing against each other they're the, the two different women that in your life we he came up with a budget shot it and he microsoft saw the video because he won a contest saw the video and then they put all that music video and all the yoda pro laptops as the placement video for his music for his artists and he got picked up they used the music video and everything so then that just started spiraling more work more work started coming off that off of that just from that one chance i took on myself stories you've been sharing i feel like you always kept it 100 with yourself you always authentic you always ask questions like what do you guys think what do you guys think i was reading a forbes magazine probably like three years ago and it had like the top 100 quotes from like the richest people in the world. And one stood out to me, said, the best advice you can ask for anyone in business is what do you think? Mm. Because I already know what I think. Yeah. But I expected to see, oh, you know what? I didn't even think about it like that. I like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So as you talking, you know, like, I just feel like you just got a gift, you know what I'm saying? You just got like a, a gift with TV, entertainment, visuals. But I want to know, because I feel like, like you said, you was hustling. You had to make a dollar. Like, you wasn't getting booked. So your intention was to create something to make a, make a living. Yeah, and also to book myself. Yeah, who taught you how to learn? Who taught me how to learn? Yeah, like, like what did you get like? What do you mean? Like, so I know the question is kind of complex. No one's probably never asked that question before. Yeah. You know, my analytical mind thinks about, you know, people learn different ways. You got auditory, you got visual, um, kinesthetic, like touch, like people mm -hmm. can see colors, they can see, but like, you know how you can watch something? Like for me, people always want my feedback, which is great, but it's like, I want their feedback because I didn't get none growing up, right? So mm -hmm. I'm good at, I talk a lot, but I'm good at listening. So I know how to take direction because I didn't get it growing up. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. for you, dad your mom your brother or whoever like like 
I feel like you know how to figure things out in your unique way and then establish your own, like a, like a character and put your own twist on it. Like you directed the music video and you edited and cut it your way, but it's like, how did, what was your process to doing all that? Like, how did you go about learning how to shoot videos and angles? Like, where did that come from? You think it was natural? From you doing, it? From, from doing, like I was doing, I was okay. doing things. So like, I have to be in the process of doing things. So for directing, I had to, I was directing. I didn't know that making my little Vine videos was me directing myself. Oh. You know? And I'm learning how to move the camera around, how I want it shot. I started with this little phone in my hand. You know what I'm saying? And from visual standpoint, I know what I like to see, how what, what looks good to me. Because as a kid, before like junior, before junior high, I wasn't talking a lot. I watched mm -hmm. people. I was I, I like to watch people. I like to see how people move. I like to see how people do things. I like to see how people do certain things. Like I at at one point in time as a kid, I thought I was gonna be a scientist. That's what I wanted to do. Um, I wanted to be a, I wanted to be a scientist. I wanted to be an artist who drew. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Why? That's all at a, as a child. Huh? Why a scientist? What what, what came up? Dexter's with that? laboratory. Got it. That dude was doing whatever he wanted. I was like, yo, he was making things happen for himself. Yeah. I love Bill Nye the Science Guy. And then I, you watch your parents, you watch your parents, like my dad, he was a taxi driver. He owned his own taxi business. Mm -hmm. My mom was a nurse. She worked several jobs, so she was a hardworking woman. My dad worked for himself. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. My brother showed me life. You know what I'm saying? So I was, I watched everybody. You, you were to watch it, but you had the blueprint of self, self efficient, self doing. Yeah, yeah. doing the being efficient and yeah. going out there and trying things, you know. Because look, I'm a first generation Haitian American, bro. Yeah, my parents took a shot on themselves and leaving Haiti and moving to to, to Massachusetts. Yeah. You feel me? And they made it work with five kids. So. Uh, uh, so it's like they took a chance on themselves for, for us to have a better opportunity. Now it's my time to, what they call, take a chance on myself for every, and show there's a different way of doing things. There's a different possibility. You feel me? Because for my parents, the only way was to be a doctor, lawyer, engineer, you know what I'm saying? Or any handyman. But I had different visions for myself and I went and went and did that thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and my, though my parents really tried to push me into that, this is where I went to because one, I liked it, I enjoyed it. Two, my brother supported it, and I knew that I had, I always had him. God rest his soul. He ended up passing away before we got to this point, but he's still on this journey with me. You feel me? So it's like having to figure things out myself now and stepping into new roles, but watching other people is yeah. what got me to show me how to do, show me how to self start and get things going by myself you feel me yeah and i think i think watching being curious and just you just adore bro i just feel yeah. like you just do it um, yeah, it's, it's, it's 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 great because i always tell people they would you know because people might say to like who does your instagram or how do you speak so well and like you answer some of my questions that i already knew but you kind of like amplified like experience bro i used to do so many speaking videos and whatever like it was repetition yeah. always repetition. Say repetition. other skill 
And also I use a quote that says, it's not what we get out of life, it's what we become. So that first video, they shelved it, right? But it wasn't what you got out of it, what you became. You became better. Then you did another video, <laughs> you know? And it's, it, it, I just think, man, when we as people believe in ourselves first and go after mm -hmm. what we believe think we should do, things appear, you manifest things you always wanted, and people come to help you because they can feel your energy. Yeah, because they seen you push, they see you push the car already. You're pushing yeah. the whip. So if you're already pushing the whip, people are like, damn, all right, cool. Let me help them push the whip a little further. Let me help yeah. them get to the next spot. The thing I be telling people when people say, yo, I'm scared, no one believes in me, no one this, no one that. I said, look, bro, you got to be the first person to your party. Mm. When the doors open, you better be there. You can't wait for someone else to walk through your door first. You got to show up first. You got to set up the lights. You got to make sure the, everything is set up right. You got to make sure the food, you got to make sure everything is accounted for. And that, because you're going to be the first person, and you better enjoy your party because you stew it. <laughs> even if you're in there by yourself. Like if you're even there by yourself, you better you know? enjoy your party because if you're not enjoying your party, no one else is going to enjoy it. Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's you beautiful. got, you, 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 it's your party. You got to enjoy it what you think you should have you know yeah be um, the lead be the lead of your story be the lead you know what yeah, I'm saying? so you know if you haven't all i felt like even before you've done tv and all these amazing things you always had internal success right mm -hmm. so to establish you know public success right on a platform how do you go about it what's your mindset to maintain that success or not even success momentum it's momentum really how mm -hmm. do you how do you go about it how do you think about it i don't I don't um, think too much about it. I don't even find myself yeah. successful yet. I'm still, I'm right. still working. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm still working. I, I, I haven't been able. When I take a trip, that's when I get to sit back and say, "Oh, all right, cool. I did some things." But yeah. I'm still working through a lot of things. I'm still learning a lot of things. I'm still figuring a lot of things out. Um, and that's why when people ask me advice, I don't want to speak to my experience and things I've done. And me saying how I keep saying yes to myself and yes to a situation. Um, but yeah, like the way I continue and keep pushing forward is through doing and constantly doing, constantly expanding my knowledge on the things that I'm doing as yeah. far as like I'm working on and the, the things I have my hands in, you know, and also surrounding myself with people who are doing better so I can watch them and see how they do it. You know what I'm saying? So I learn. <laughs> I learned, but I'm still continuing that same process as a kid. Like I'm learning from the people who's doing it before me. You know? and I think that's the biggest asset to anything is the relationships you have and you, you build rapport with the people and learning. Like really, you become your surroundings. Mm -hmm. You know, the more you become, especially if people are better or doing that you aspire to be or do. Yeah. Um, it's really simple. I just think you said, like, I feel like you take massive action and you just, you follow your gut. You go after what you believe in. You believe in yourself and you mm -hmm. manifest. It's like this is what I do. Like you said, like you don't feel like you have success. You just you just moving in your journey, trying to get where you want to go. And I think that's also a very important, you know, uh, thing to point out is that honestly, when you're not thinking about it like that, that's actually how you get more of it. Mm -hmm. so, you know, even though we all, you know, at some point want to be reflective and effective and think about our lives and what we've done, but. It keeps you humble, but at the same time, it keeps you going because you're like, you're like, I ain't done anything. What have I done? But you know, yeah. a lot of 
for what they see and not what they know and they think everything they see is like the big grand slam but to them yeah. it is because you got fans that really love you and you probably inspiring a kid out there that doesn't feel comfortable you know in their skin mm -hmm. based on yeah. their so it's, it's just big man i want to talk about this movie um i didn't even know you did this movie uh the throwback holiday <laughs> about that, man like it seemed like it was a fun movie how did that come it was about? fun bro i had a blast yeah. i had a blast on that man when it came through uh my reps were like yo this is a movie they want you to be in it they want you to be lead you're gonna be leading and i was like all right cool i read the script I was like oh this is fun this is really really cool the thing i was like scared of was like cutting my beard off because i'm like i feel like i look like a baby i like a, a baby or a very very old old man without my beard right <laughs> so it was funny because like watching it, I look at the movie. I was like, oh man!" I was like, "When I when I had the beard, I look like a baby. When I don't have the beard, I look like an adult." And I'm like, "This is this is this is funny. It's a funny funny take." But I enjoyed it because it just meant like just taking a chance on yourself. Yeah. Like what I liked about the movie is like taking a chance and don't live without regrets. You feel me? Yeah. And she had some big regrets that that she felt like she didn't move on or things that she didn't do and she went back in time to try to fix it and try to figure it out and i was like this is a really cool great holiday movie but people uh -huh. if you if you feel like you did couldn't do something you had a chance to go back what would you do different you know so yeah. it was dope it was dope it kind of like it talked talked to people on a many on a big a lot of levels that's why i liked it a lot i liked that movie i had fun on that especially like, working with everybody involved but i can see things like i can see him doing a movie like that so what's next for you man like what's what you got going on what's what's the future look like what's what's tomorrow look like you know like what's future's looking bright tonight it's all about video games i'm gonna go play last of us okay. that's 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 what my nights has um future we're looking at series that i have in, the, in various stages of development uh more, most importantly send help that's the one that's gonna really be out there very soon uh-huh what's the name send help the project's called send help send help okay so that's the that's the one i have like the teasers and trailers that everything that's out there right now that's on my page yeah. um and we got some good news coming soon for that can't really say nothing uh and basset house um productions uh working on that we're curating a bunch of short films from up-and-coming filmmakers right now um we're focus we're really focused on bipoc filmmakers um we're developing merch we're creating a new a launch for the bass house apparel i'm wearing one of the hoodies right now okay. um we we're doing a new photo shoot coming up soon um to the Wumi collection and it's all about everybody who was a part of the brand before the brand became a brand yeah. um and we got a collection dropping soon soon so stay tuned with that and then revamping and just a rebranding of basset house apparels and basset house pictures you know that's what we're doing right now so you working on work you working on work, of work and working on work and then we got insecure and that's coming back soon so yeah. we doing all that stuff are you still you still filming insecure for the last yeah, season that's that's so filming that's so filming and i got another i got another project too can't really talk about it it's gonna be on hey. netflix it's gonna be lit can't really say nothing. I, I I almost want to show y'all the, the script because you guys 
can't see, but like I do, what I do is when I work on a project and I work with people that I love, I love and admire, I get the people to sign my script. So everybody on the job, they sign my script on the, on the job. Like all the, all the little milestones I have, like they're around my crib, posted up all over the place. You know what I'm saying? That's amazing. Yeah. Hey man, well look, man, this this was beautiful, man. I appreciate your uh, authenticity tonight, and um, man, much more success. If you can just leave the people with some words of you know motivation or inspiration to anybody out there that might be going through tough times, someone who might might have lost someone recently. You know, we got our people in Texas that's that's going through some things. Like anybody that's you know suffering from you know anxiety, depression, or just adversity or challenges. From John, from you, what would you, what would be your advice for them to keep going and, and stay strong as much as they can? Don't stop. It's only temporary. It's oh, don't oh, stop. Oh. Only temporary. That's what I say. Don't stop. Uh, hey, I'm putting these on the hoodies, man. What's going on, man? <laughs> oh, boy, you found this way. Don't stop. It's temporary. You're like, come on, man. Yeah, like it's man got balls. You gonna be a rapper next? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's up, bro. Yeah, man, much love. By the way, where can people find you? Let's make sure we get that out. Um, you can find me same name, different app, Jean Ellie. Yeah. And then if, if you want to reach Bassett House, you just Bassett House pick. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So you can find that on there. You get you can find it on my on my bio. You click the link. The link tree will show you right where it's at. You can reach out to me on there. DM me. I'm here. I'm available. You on Twitter as well? Are you on Twitter? Twitter, yeah. Twitter, everything. Yeah. I'm on Twitter. So oh, everything awesome. is. It's Jean Ellie across the board. So Jean Ellie, same name, all the same, all different apps. You know what I'm saying? If you want to be from a Bassett House, it's Bassett House pick on all apps. You know what I'm saying? All so apps. Apps. You can like read. all apps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All facts. All, all <laughs> facts, all apps. Jean Ellie. Yeah. You already know. Yeah. Hey, by the way, um, for the for the merch, man, you know, I don't know if we got the same number, but I'm gonna get something like right now as soon as we get off, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, hit me, hit my line. Same number. Same. What, what part are you in, by the way? I'm in downtown. Okay, bet. All yeah, right, I'm in downtown. Okay. Man, and catch up. I mean, it's good catching up on you here. And um, man, keep winning, keep living, keep earning, keep giving, keep being, brother. It's beautiful. Same, I love same it. for you, my nigga. Same for you, bro. I'm so proud of you, bro. And yeah, how you grown, like dog. Yeah, you're amazing, man. Yeah. Look at you, shiny. It's skin floss. What's your skincare routine? <laughs> this is skincare routine. Hey, man, this I'm skin, blessed. Skincare routine. That's Rodriguez, man. I can <laughs> my skin like once a month, man. I really take care of it, so I appreciate I it. I see Thanks. that. It look good. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you're on TV, man, it's, it's, a, it's a whole different vibe, you know? So I'm mm -hmm. trying to stay on track, man, but much love, man. Thank you. But yeah, let's oh. get up soon. I'm going to hit your uh your phone. I'm, I'm going to DM you because I don't know if yeah, you hit me, hit me. Hit me. But, you uh, got You got the same number. Same number. I ain't change it. Same uh, number. Yeah. Hit me. <laughs> All right, bro. All right. I'll let me be my guy. All right, we'll do it. We got one. My guy, John. That was good. That was good. See, that's a guy that put in the work, that didn't cry. Now he's on Insecure, one of the biggest TV shows out there, and he don't, he's doing his thing. You know, we was we was coming up in the, like the sand lot together. You know, basically when we first moved to LA. So, uh, yeah, guys, this was a good good talk, good chat with John. John, thank you once again. Um, this will go up on my page. Um, don't give up, don't stop, because the struggle is only temporary. You heard it from the man. You know, he said it. Um, I'm just going to repeat it. It's miracle season. Be great. 
love yourself, be good to yourself, and um, don't give up. Peace, love, and gratitude. I'm out. See you guys soon.